Becoming Yourself with Dr. Mood Keneally, episode four. This podcast brings together wisdom and tools from coaching, clinical psychology, and mental health research to help you become who you want to be. So today's episode is about your past and your future and who you've been in the past and who you can be in the future. So I want to ask you a question. How do you decide what is possible for your future? And do you think that who you are in the future can be different to who you've been in the past? I guess in another way I'm asking, can people change? Which is this big question that people and people ask each other and, and themselves in often in moments of desperation. Um, oh my God, why am I like this? Why have I done this again? And I think a lot of people would say, people don't change, you can't change. You know, the way you've been in the past is the way you're going to be in the future within, you know, some small variations. I think that there's something, there's something there that is really dangerous um, for it and that completely stops progress from happening within our lives and across people uh, across the world. If you think that the only things that are possible for you in the future are things that are kind of expectable and uh, realistic based on what's happened in the past. With that way of thinking, no big shifts in, in how society works would would take place. We wouldn't do wild things like putting a man on the moon. Um, and we wouldn't change the kind of status quo of how things are and and kind of challenge and, and change and rectify oppressive systems. We wouldn't give women the vote or um, you know have women working. And um, so there's something there about uh, the kind of risk in, in thinking about how the past and the future are related that maybe on an, a societal level, we can see that it doesn't make sense to be limited and, and so strongly influenced by what's happened in the past. But then in our lives, we think it's being very realistic and and rational and wise to look at what we've been able to do in the past and then base our future and the the dreams we have for the future on on what we've already done and what is kind of yeah realistic i think that there there's something something there in the word realistic that you can hide hide behind that and actually end up using what's realistic as a way of chaining yourself up and holding yourself back especially if you're not even aware that those chains are there if you just think you haven't even realized that you you have these sort of blinkers or these these limitations on what is possible i'm going to try and make this a little bit less abstract um so if we're talking about i think there are two main categories of things you might not consider possible for your future self so the first is things like in your in your circumstances like it might not be possible for me to have that type of job or run my own business or have a house or or be in a happy marriage or whatever kind of external things um you could have 
that you might not be realizing are just not possible for you. You think they're possible in general, but not for you. And then the second category that's even more sneaky, because we really might not realize that um, that there are other ways, other possibilities. The second category is ways of feeling. So you might not be able to imagine for the future that you could feel differently about about your work that you could feel differently about doing housework or feel differently about yourself and your worth and your maybe your body and your relationship with food relationship with the people around you and you might not be able to imagine looking forward to a party um, when at the moment thinking of parties it fills you with anxiety so there are those two categories, kind of objective things you could obtain in your life and the way you think about things in your life and feel about things in your life that could be completely different. But at the moment, you can't imagine it because you don't think it's possible because it seems either unrealistic or, or irrational for things to be so different in the future to how they've been in the past. And so that might be what you're thinking now is that you know, you can't possibly let go of the past completely like that. How could you set a goal to run your own business when you've no experience with that at all? You know, you've you've no no degree in business. You've you've never sold anything. You've never done the thing that you would want to turn into a business. You might think it, it's completely, you know, irrational and wild to even suggest that as as a as an option for you to try to dream about or try to have as a goal and i guess i'm going to push back on that and say that loads of things loads of big steps forward happen when we have no evidence for them working you know new businesses get set up and you know big successful businesses where we always imagined it had to be done a certain way you, know, you had to send emails and not facebook messages or, you know, that you have to kind of call a taxi rather than have an app to get an Uber. And there was no evidence for that working, for that new way, that new service um, working in the world. And all of us have this in our lives with, or all of us that have learned to walk anyway, with, with learning to walk. That when you're a little toddler, well, I guess not a toddler yet, when you're a baby and you're taking your first steps, you have no evidence that that is going to work out. It's a completely wild thing to do. You didn't know that 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 was going to be something you'd learn how to do. And there had to be an element of of kind of delusional faith in, in this outcome of being able to walk for you to take that first wobbly step and then fall over and then drag yourself back up or be dragged back up by a stressed parent and we've kind of forgotten that that a lot of us live our lives thinking that we can't have that type of faith if we can't see the steps if we don't understand exactly how we're going to get to the stage where we can walk and run around easily then it's completely irrational for us to to imagine and to set that as a goal but that isn't necessarily true. And, and there are lots of, that, that, that way of thinking is keeping your life smaller than it needs to be. And 
cutting off options for you that you you just won't even see what the options could be if if you're without even if if a bunch of things are impossible and so not not questioning what is possible means you definitely can't achieve it for the first uh, in the first um instance because you're not even trying you're just sort of saying it, it can't be there's there's no way i could ever um have that job or or earn that much money or or do that type of do that type of work that i find both fulfilling and that is lucrative for example or i could never heal my relationship with food and my body that's just it's always been like this in the past so how could it possibly be different in the future and and if you kind of aren't willing to consider the options uh, to consider the possibility of this future being possible then you can't see the options either you can't see the ways of getting there they're completely cut off there there's you know no space there for your mind to to start solving a problem if you're not even willing to set it up as a potential problem that you want to address basically what i'm saying is that the way you've been in the past does not have to be the way you are in the future and the reason we often recreate these the past and end up the only reason that the past could influence the future is because right now in this moment you're telling yourself a story that it has to be this way. So a big thing for for me with this was I I really believed it was a true kind of careful analysis of my character that I wasn't able to produce work unless it was 2 a.m. and the deadline was, you know, at 9 a.m. the next morning and you know I was in a caffeine fueled craze of um of stress trying to produce an essay. Like I really thought that that's just how I get my best ideas. I'm not really able to make myself do the work beforehand. That's just what I'm like because I am chaotic or something. So I had some story there that I really thought was um, was true. I thought it was really accurate and, and that um, it was unchangeable, that that's what I'd been like in the past. And like I tried to not do that and I'd failed. So that's what I was going to be like in the future. And I, if you're, so I was for a long time completely unwilling to sort of question that and it took questioning it slightly leaving a sort of the option that I might be wrong about that that it might be possible to do work before the deadline that maybe my best ideas don't necessarily come at 2am maybe I'm wrong about that for other options to become possible so in my case what I had what I did um is I, I thought about what was what I would feel and think when I was working at 2 a.m. and how come I thought that those were the the moments when I had these brilliant ideas and what I found out and I think this is extremely common is that I was a little bit less hard on myself when it was 2 a.m. and I would I was able to separate the work I was producing from my worth as a human being because I was saying, oh, well, look, it's 2 a.m. It's really not ideal circumstances. This will have to do. This will have to be good enough. And I would manage to get words down on the paper um, in the Word document and move on to, to actually have an essay written. But on in the middle of the day at a time where it's normal to work, 
I would think things like this isn't good enough and I have to start again and that doesn't make sense and I'd be very critical and destructive of my work to the extent that I wasn't actually able to produce a sentence without kind of deleting it again and second guessing every every word. And and because because I was making each word and the essay as a whole a sort of you know referendum on my worth as a human being. But that whole kind of realization that that took ages of of kind of unpacking assumptions wouldn't have been possible if I weren't first willing to question this sort of idea that, you know, I have to work at 2 a.m. and that's when I do my best work. If I believe that that's how I would have to be forevermore, you know, it's wild to think how limited my my options for life would be. You know, it would be very difficult to have a job where I'm working in the office with other people, um, which is something I love doing. And it would mean I would have to, you know, have antisocial hours. It would mean I'd have to cancel plans at the last minute to get things done because the deadline would sort of dictate everything else in my life. And the there's a kind of an initial being willing to question the idea that what you've been like in the past is not what you have to be like in the future. And I, and I, an idea that really helped me um, in conceptualizing this and letting go of how you've been in the past is that the past is completely over and done and completely unalterable in the same way that ancient Rome is in the past and doesn't, it's unalterable what happened and it doesn't have to impact my today. So how I decide to spend my time today is not impacted at all. It, there, it is completely uninfluenced by Caesar being stabbed by Brutus. But then what I did yesterday to me seems like it is, it, it does affect what I do today. And if I mess something up yesterday, I have to drag that into today. If I miss a train yesterday, I have to have this belief that I am a disorganized person who misses trains or or if I you know if I was unkind to myself yesterday and was stressed yesterday that has to mean something about what I'm like today and actually it doesn't it doesn't have to you can let who you were and what you did yesterday be as much in the past and as unalterable and and separate as ancient Rome is. I think that sounds, it sounds a bit delusional or, or wild to say that, um, but it is true. You just can't change what happened yesterday, but you can change what happens tomorrow if you're willing to not make yesterday mean something about you or about who you have to be. And so, yeah, I just encourage you to think about what you believe is possible for yourself and what you believe is impossible. You know, do you think it's not possible to have a job that you love and that means you earn enough money uh, to live the life you want? Or maybe you think it's not possible for you to ever enjoy exercise. Or maybe it's not possible for you to, to be at a party and drink in moderation or to enjoy drinking in moderation or to not even want to drink, to not be interested in it. 
could you imagine feeling very differently about about this area of your life to how you feel now I think let yourself really like imagine something that you desperately want but that usually when you dream it some little voice in your head says oh but that's completely unrealistic like that can't be that can't be possible and before you you know let your brain come up with all of the reasons it's unrealistic see if you can hold on to to the possibility for long enough just to just to let it percolate in your mind and see what other options come up if you did believe it was possible to have a loving relationship with your body and with with food what might that look like and what if that were really possible what how might that person behave how might that person think and feel so there's this really cool line in um uh in a tv program called the outlaws and it's this scene with stephen merchant um who plays a character called greg and eleanor tomlinson who who plays a character called gabby and greg is saying oh if only i could be the type of bloke who jumps out of wind uh jumps not jumps out of windows jumps out of planes um you know if i could be that kind of guy you know i would have this wonderful life i would be in a happy marriage and you know all of the everything would be better and wonderful and so this this bloke who jumps out of planes is um you know represents this whole way of living that's kind of more thrilling or exciting or shiny and wonderful and um gabby lady gabby replies you know oh my god get over yourself like the only way you become a person a guy who jumps out of planes is by jumping out of planes those guys are only the people who jump out of planes because that's what they did and that's what they do and that's how you become that person which sounds on one level really silly but in another way it kind of cuts through our complicated excuses of what's realistic and what's possible for us and who we are in the past and and what that means about who we have to be going forward if you want to be the kind of person who's jumping out of planes you jump out of planes and it, it doesn't have to be more complicated um and so I, I really like that as a sort of a way of of thinking about who you want to be and and imagining impossible things that actually might be possible if you're willing to imagine them long enough to to see the end goal. And then if you see where you want to get to, if you believe, even though you might not be sure how you're going to get there, let's say with walking, you're not sure exactly how it's going to happen that you're going to be able to walk or going to be able to run. But if you're willing to believe that you can get there, the first step might become visible. It might be possible to to take one step and another step. I think a big reason we don't aren't willing to to imagine things that are impossible or, or to, to kind of consider things as possibilities is in case we then try to do it and mess up or try to do it and mess up and then are really mean to ourselves. But what if we decided now that we could mess up and that would be a useful information gathering exercise what if you decided yeah I'm not sure how to do this but I really want to give it a go and I think that it could be possible for me 
what if you decided now that you aren't going to be really mean to yourself if you mess up, if you don't manage, if you try and it doesn't work out? What possibilities would you be able to consider? And I think there's something really powerful in just having the options. You might then not want to go after them. You might not want to change anything. But you can't even be making the decision if you don't think it's possible, if you're out of hand dismissing a whole way of possibly living or a whole kind of, I don't know, area of life that that you might really want, but, but you're not fully admitting to yourself. So that is the episode for for this week. Um, please get in touch if you have any thoughts or feedback um, and you can find out more about my work on my website, which is drmavekeneally.com and on my Instagram, which is also drmavekeneally.com. Or no, there's no .com on the Instagram. Anyway, thank you for listening. Bye.